Welcome to another Perspective Podcast. I'm your host, Olamide Francis. I hope that you have been listening to other episodes of this podcast. Please, if you haven't, I want to say please go back to listen to um, other episodes of this podcast. So today we're talking about love. And let me just quickly say that happy Valentine's Day in advance. So today, I will just be sharing my perspective about love and what I think love is, what I think you need to look out for when you are searching for love and a lot of things in between. Um, for me, when it comes to sharing my perspective, my perspective many times are always strange compared to what other people might, might think or compared to what is popular. And what I used to tell people is that you you can listen to what everybody say, but you need to learn to drink the juice and spill the seed. Drink the juice and spill the seed. So when you buy an orange, you drink the juice and you spill the seed. You don't take a fruit with a seed. So just take the juice of, of the fruit and spill the seed. So today concerning what i believe is, is is love or concerning what i believe is marriage and a lot of things in between romantic relationships and all uh let me start by saying that i do not believe that marriage is a religious endeavor i do not believe that marriage is a religious stuff and, and it's not because i've suddenly backslided no i haven't backslided <laughs> Uh, I do not believe marriage is a religious stuff. I'm a Christian, but I do not believe that marriage is a religious stuff. I believe that marriage is human endeavor. Marriage is more human than religion. Of course, everybody is first or for an human before um, before we become a religious person. We are humans before we, we suddenly go religious. So marriage for me my perspective is that marriage is a religious it's not sorry it's not a religious stuff it's a human endeavor um well because i'm a christian we we say and the christian the belief of christian is that marriage started from the garden of eden every christian will believe every christian will say pastors will preach it that marriage started from the garden of eden which I wish that is it in Christian theology. So, if marriage started in the Garden of Eden, then that means marriage is not a Christian stuff. Because what do we call Christianity in itself is um, Christianity started when Jesus died, resurrected, and ascended to heaven. That's what that's when Christianity actually started. And uh, the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus is a core pillar of the Christian faith. That's what the Christian faith rests upon. So, if you say marriage is a religious endeavor, or you say it's, it's a Christian endeavor, come on, marriage has been existing long before any religion comes to play. Marriage has been existing long before Christian, Muslim. So, marriage is an is a human endeavor. And uh, another thing I also want to say is that marriage is consent. I'm still going to talk about a lot of things. I'm just trying to lay a foundation marriage is consent between families of the two parties that are waiting to get married i believe that marriage is consent and so um if you your your both parents have consented to you getting married to someone then you are married to that person irrespective of the situation or the circumstance that surrounds it 
So you don't need a big party, you don't need to tell the whole world if your parents or who you consider to be your parents, your guardian, have agreed that you can marry this person and the person's parents also agreed that you can marry the person, a marriage has occurred. Marriage is consent between two families and I'm not crazy, you, you might find this um, difficult to swallow but it is what it is, marriage is simply consent. So whatever your people or whatever your family and the family of your intending spouse regard as marriage, it is what marriage is. That's simply what it is. If in my culture, when you can fight a lion, is when you can get married to a daughter, then marriage has occurred. Some people's culture, if it's when you can, you have to cross seven rivers in order for you to get married to their daughter, then marriage has occurred. In some people's culture, if it's to buy the, the father of the bride a car or buy the mother of the groom something, and, and that's what counts for marriage, then marriage has occurred. In some African culture, if a man is going to marry a woman, the man sometimes can be flogged certain strokes of cane just so he can take his bride. So, because that if that is what the belief of the general people is there, then a marriage has occurred already. So, I'm not trying to condemn religious marriage or people who say, well, I must do white wedding and all. No, I'm just saying that what marriage really is, because marriage is, an, is a human endeavor, means that consent between two parties. So, um, folks, many people think that, I, I, I said that because many people think that marriages, only marriages that happen in churches and shrines, in mosques, in temples are the only legitimate form of marriage. No. No, marriage is an human endeavor, so that's a very wrong perspective and an and idea. Um, I'm not trying to give you the suggestion or give you an opinion to excuse yourself from cutting the cost of your wedding so you don't go back to your girlfriend and your boyfriend to say, well, because marriage is consent, let's just take down all the stuff we have to spend. If you want to spend, spend. If you are not spending, that is fine. I'm just trying to explain to you that what marriage really is, is an agreement, is consent between two parties. Um, in addition, let me also mention that uh, the famous stuff people call white wedding. White wedding is, a, is cultural. It's not even religious. People of my faith, Christians, believe that white marriage, white wedding uh, should signify so you're an angel falling from heaven, purity and all kinds of stuff attached to it. I, I say no, white wedding is cultural. As a matter of fact, according to history, Queen Victoria of England was the first to do so on February 10th, 1840. Queen Victoria of England, she was the first to wear a white gown to get married. So the, the rest of us, what we are basically doing is we are simply copying and imitating that. So it's cultural. It's cultural. It's cultural. So um, that's one of the, the, the things I, I want to mention before I begin to talk about um, a, a lot of things we want to talk about today as well. So because marriage is an human endeavor, because marriage is an human endeavor, you have to consider the kind of person the person you want to get married married to is 
So many people who have been brainwashed or who have been taught to think that marriage is a religious endeavor would think that when they marry from their church, from their religious worship centers, they are going to have a good romantic partner. No, if you try that, as we say, your breakfast is around the corner. So character should come first in selecting anyone before religion so you don't go ahead because you married a christian sister you are going to have a peaceful marriage or a christian brother a muslim brother a muslim sister no that's not what uh, what guarantees so like i said before the most important stuff in love in romantic relationship is you is you y-o-u-u -U. you must know yourself as much as possible so that you can know who will fit you that's the problem we have today with so many um love or so many lost and all sort of things hiding under the umbrella of love it is not love those are something else i don't know what the name is <laughs> it's something else because what we really call love or what sustains romantic relationship what makes it happen and perfect and good to a certain extent is that you is a coming together of two complete people not two incomplete people some people will say oh you complete me no that's wrong somebody else cannot complete you you have to be complete first before you go to join another complete person so you you is very essential when it comes to romantic love it is until you know yourself you will be able to choose what fits you this is a mistake many people make so people don't know themselves but they are looking for someone to tell them who they are or someone to bring out the best in them it's not going to happen that's what you find today a lot of people do not know themselves the media has dictated to them who they are uh, a lot of things are told to them who they are they don't know who they are they are not a student of themselves they have no identity they take on the shape of any container they find themselves they are driven by external stuff and so anyone driven by external stuff can never have a stable and healthy romantic relationship because everything around you will be looking like you can get married to it you'll be looking like your partner you'll be liking everything that looks around you because when men women don't know themselves you see a woman on monday you are liking her you see another one on wednesday you like her friday you like her the, the it goes on and on like that because you do not know yourself you do not know yourself and it is until you know yourself you know the kind of person to be with you know what's your future what you are what is ten what is is the utmost cry in your mind where your future is tending to so you can marry according to where you are where you are headed so you've got to have an identity you've got to know yourself you've got to build yourself you've got to focus on yourself you've got to um you put priority on yourself first so you don't go around begging for love so you don't go around um doing something for the sake of love what you are not supposed to be doing so you will know you will know what you really want with from your life you know who you should be with in short you will not be attracted to those people you are not supposed to be with you won't be attracted to a, a babe or a guy you are not supposed to be with you'll be attracted to people of your life that's why many times relationship counselors will say that you marry who you are and it is true 
you will only marry who you are. It is on rare occasion we we'll find people marrying who they are not. You will marry who you are. If I cheat, you will marry a cheat because it is a cheat that will attract you. Your energy will, will come together. Your, you will find your vibes the same. So you will end up in the hands of somebody else. You are an abuser. You don't think you deserve love. You marry someone who can never love you. These are fundamentals. You, 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 you matter. You need to take care of your That's why if you are still going through certain stage in life, you need to focus on yourself instead of chasing after love. All your friends have boyfriends. All your friends have girlfriends. That, is, that shouldn't be your business at that point. should be focusing on you. When you are done with working on yourself to, your, to a certain extent, you can then recognize who you want to be with. You recognize who you want to attract. So it's like it's like a mechanic. A, a twelve a size twelve boat needs a size twelve spanner. If a mechanic doesn't know, it will get confused because every spanner will look useful to the mechanic. So if the mechanic does not know that this is a size twelve boat. It will be looking for a size 16 spanner or size 10 spanner which will not fit the, the, the boat. That's what many people are doing today, looking for people who do not fit who they are. So you will get yourself confused if you, are, if you don't know yourself first. That is why the every data you have gathered from being a student of yourself. There's an episode I would record that talks about you need to that talks about observing patterns in your life. And using that pattern to inform yourself about your your future and your destiny. So I'll, I'll record that in subsequent times. So you must have gathered enough data about your life, enough data that you you have that enough data you have gotten as a result of being a student of yourself. You should have gathered enough data on your life that that has informed you about yourself. If you have not gathered enough data about yourself. Your decision will be based on any information that you hear on, from the world, any information you hear from the streets, any information the media tells you, or any information that anyone says. So you really, it's really about you. It's really about you. I would pause here and just make this a part one. In the part two of this episode, there I'll be talking about the process of me, how I select babe. Or how I recognize the right people for me when it comes to romantic relationship. I'm going to talk about that. What is the selection process? What really should it be? How do I recognize the right person for me? How do I sort of sort everyone flocking around me? How do I sort of sort them out and pick the best person for me? So in the next episode, I'm really going to be talking about this and it will be factual. It will be practical. These things are not tough. They are basic principles like the law of gravity. If you jump up, you will fall down. So, whatever goes up must come down. It's the same thing with the principles of love. If you follow the right principles of love, you are going to get the right result that every other person is getting. And if you respect yourself enough, you will know that you do, are not meant to be in an abusive relationship. You are not meant to be in an abusive union, association because you, you you have to place premium on yourself so see you in the next episode where we are going to talk more about selection process this is another perspective podcast with olamide francis bye for now mm-hmm.